0: I'm doing the call out here. Please like, subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News. I beseech thee, therefore, brethren. All that Bible memorization has worked out for me. In any case, uh, we'd like to... Hey, if King James
1: is good enough for Paul and Jesus is good (laughs) enough for us. That's right. (laughs) If Jesus had, if Jesus had an Elizabethan Jesus, accent, it's good enough for me. Do you suspect anyone listening is a King James only kind of guy? Or I well, would really doubt it. Yeah, I would, would really, really. If doubt you are, let us know because it would probably kill both of us, and then you, you know, yeah, wouldn't have to put up with this yeah. anymore. But
0: yeah, if you go, are though. one of those aforementioned folks. Please like, subscribe, and/or follow. This is true, really news. You can pray about it later, and everything will be fine.
1: And then it's going to be that one thing you never tell anyone except in the (laughs)
0: the confession.
1: It's your guilty. What is it? My guilty pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine this being pleasurable to anyone. Six. Oh, wait, hang on. Let the lady do her thing.
0: This is true. Really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. She's good at that. A very bright and lovely woman.
1: Why is she working with us? She doesn't You didn't know. tell her. I yeah, didn't tell, I her, knew it you us. Didn't tell I her it was tell her was <laughs> us. A 64-year-old fugitive who surrendered to Australian police because of a Sydney lockdown on COVID left him jobless and homeless. So, I'll turn myself in. What the heck for vagrancy. He was sentenced last week to an additional 2 months behind bars for escaping from prison almost 30 years ago. <laughs> what he thinks they don't keep records no i think he was just tired of being unemployed and homeless oh there you go darko desic is d-e-s-i-c would it be desic or desic i think it'd be desic or desic yeah it sounds eastern european doesn't almost it does it is thank you you're good wait for it he has been back in custody since mid-september when he walked into a police station in the beach suburb of Mm d-y and it is d-w-h-y We don't know why. And confessed to breaking out of Grafton Prison some 390 miles to the north back in 1992. If you take out your calculator and, well, I did. He was making good time at 13 miles a year. (laughs) So um, I think he was ambling. No, I would. Well, maybe. I would think he probably broke into a saunter to get that far. Well, it definitely wasn't trundling because no, because trundling he'd have been much farther. Yeah, yeah, probably off of the entire continent. Yeah. He pleaded guilty to escaping from lawful custody and was returned to prison to serve the remaining fourteen months of a thirty-three month sentence for growing marijuana. Wow, oh. how times have changed. Wow. In Sydney's Central Local Court, Magistrate Jennifer Atkinson gets it. Said she had no alternative to imposing prison sentence for escaping. You had to. So mm. she added two whole months to his sentence. There she goes. When you figure it you know, carries a maximum of 10 years, she got it. She accepted that Desage has escaped because of real fears that he would be deported once his sentence was served. Mm. Where would he be deported to? His homeland of Yugoslavia. There you go. Check your maps. Go ahead. Check your maps now. Okay. He feared he would have to serve in the military during the, the wars of 91 to 95 that led to the breakup of yugoslavia mm-hmm. outside of court his defense attorney paul mcgear told reporters that desich had recently received a letter from the australian border force informing him he would be deported once he was released from prison mcdear said bearing in mind he doesn't have the same country left to go back to yugoslavia hopefully someone with a bit of common sense will look at that because it's not clear which country he would be deported to. No, he's not an Australian citizen. He escaped prison by using a hacksaw blade to cut through cell window bars. Hmm. He's 35. It's nothing exotic here. The 30, he was 35. Then he used a hacksaw blade to cut through cell window bars. Yeah. He found bolt cutters in a shed within the prison grounds. And that's how he got through the perimeter fence. Okay. And then he spent three decades, not 400 miles away, peacefully and law abiding, in Sydney's very fashionable Northern Beach suburbs.
0: Hmm. Fascinating.
1: Amazing. Where do you deport someone whose country no longer exists? Maybe the you know, Indi- Indian Ocean. You know, there is a small island there, but I think it's only military, so that might be interesting because <laughs> my son in law was stationed there once. You know, that was oh, impressive. The so only thing he found out. The only thing he found interesting was Air Force pilots had air-conditioned tents.
0: (laughs) Raymond Roberts was pulled over in his Hyundai by the Manatee County, Florida, Sheriff's Office for speeding. In a Hyundai? Sorry, sorry. (laughs) When the cops approached his car, it reeked of weed. No. So they made the 25-year-old get out of the car for a search. During the aforementioned search, a deputy felt a soft object in the crack. Of his buttocks, Roberts volunteered to remove the item and proceeded to place a clear plastic baggie with a green leafy substance on the car's hood. It was about four and a half ounces of weed. I figured. Well, the deputy, not being a fool, went in for a second um, look. Look. Yeah. And found a clear plastic baggie with a white
1: rock substance. <laughs> I don't suppose it's like amethyst or something.
0: Turns out this plastic bag contained 27 pieces of crack cocaine.
1: No, nah, I knew it wasn't a real rock.
0: Raymond, Raymond told the deputy, the white stuff is not mine, but the weed is. Adding that the crack in his crack was probably the property of a friend who had previously borrowed the car and left it in the passenger seat. Roberts explained to the deputies. Oh you would think that would crack the deputy up, wouldn't you? (laughs) Roberts explained to the deputies that when he was pulled over for speeding, he decided to do his friend a solid and hide the narcotics in his butt. He was charged with pot and cocaine possession.
1: You know, I have some very good friends. But none of them are that good. (laughs) Here, no, no, not doing that. Giving you up now. See that bus? Check the oil as long as you're under it. You know how sometimes you think parents should have to get a license? Sometimes. Oh, yes. This is one. Okay. California, mother. California. It's almost like Florida man, right? No, Florida man was at least in a state that had some semblance of sanity at times. California is pretty nuts. This is a foreshadowing event. But not for today. California mother's been arrested and is now facing multiple criminal charges over what do you suppose she apparently was throwing booze and sex parties for her teenage son and his friends oh lord what that spinning noise you hear is every mother ever oh oh yeah <sighs> we're talking teenagers alcohol sex how could that go wrong
0: what could possibly go wrong? Well, I mean, all that, they need is an Amazon driver, and they've got the whole thing going.
1: And then, nice. Shannon O'Connor was detained by authorities in Ada County, Idaho. An Idaho is, mom? Well, she was, I'm guessing, raised in California. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah. No, she started in Idaho and is now awaiting extradition. To she moved from California to Idaho. To Idaho. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because when I first read it, I thought, no mother in Idaho would do this. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No. Shannon O'Connor is now awaiting extradition to Santa Clara County. Child molestation, providing alcohol to minors, and misdemeanor counts of sexual violence are among the charges the 47 year old is looking forward to. O'Connor works at Aruba Networks. If you do your study, they're a Hewlett Packard sub. Uh, Christina Hanks of the Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office claimed O'Connor had thrown parties for young boys and girls at her house in Silicon Valley and other locations. She reportedly offered one boy a condom and then locked him in a room with a very drunk girl at one party. Hmm. She reportedly witnessed five 14-year-olds having intoxicated teen sex at another party on New Year's Eve during the event one female was allegedly molested you think how How could that happen yeah who would imagine that what could possibly go wrong oh wait for it according to court documents o'connor compelled an intoxicated adolescence to have sex with a drunken 14 year old girl inside her house at another party and prosecutors said one of the teenagers was so inebriated at one of the parties she almost drowned in the hot tub holy pete Investigators discovered that between June of 2020 and May of this year, O'Connor hosted at least six big parties for adolescents, the largest of which drew up to 20 teens. O'Connor is said to have kept the fact that she threw such gatherings Mm, hidden from her husband. How? How? Hey, if you don't want to see it, it's not there.
0: Apparently not.
1: And who would think of this? Not- you know what my wife does on the offside here? Yeah, <laughs> boy, I tell you what. She was also accused of bullying a kid who had informed others about the gatherings. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he was trying to tell adults that this was happening? Or was he trying to tell other kids that have we got a place for you? <laughs> the gatherings are shot out of control that several of the adolescents who came forward told investigators that some of them had blacked out and or vomited profusely on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're talking 14, 15, 16-year-old kids, I believe the word you're looking for there is, duh. Mm-hmm. Concussions and fractured fingers were among the injuries experienced by some. And if that's not enough, O'Connor apparently had the teens without driver's license. Driver vehicles. Whew. Yeah. Out, out, walking around. How about a palate cleanser here please i don't know if this will work why do i just feel queasy now about my granddaughters i just <laughs> <laughs> right you i sure? trust my daughter but now i'm curious about all the other moms at 2
0: 49 p.m on april 3rd yes someone called the police to report a 33 year old marshfield man laying on the ground in the 1600 block of east Blodgett street When an officer arrived, the man answered the officer's questions with vulgar words. The man then pulled his pants down and showed the officer his buttocks. He mooned the cops. The officer arrested the man and turned him over to a responsible adult at the police department. You're welcome.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. Can I give you a kid's story that's better than the last one? Sure. In Summit County, Colorado, schools were struggling to find bus drivers. Okay. Happening everywhere. Okay. 12-year-old Josh Smith had a solution. He lives with his parents in Silverthorne and approached his folks about kayaking to school across Lake Dillon rather than having them have to drive all the way around to school. Okay. Said Josh's dad, Jason. So I have a 12-year-old who wants to be adventurous, wants to do something none of his buddies would do. How can I say no to that? KDVR-TV reported that on Josh's first commute, he arrived almost on time. <laughs> Josh said, I was late to one of my classes. Everyone, Josh, where were you? We were so worried. And I was like, I was just kayaking to school. Duh. By the As way, you, if, do. if you don't have a lake to kayak across, hitchhiking yeah. is not an alternative, okay? I'm
0: just... I used to hitchhike occasionally. To what does that tell us? No, uh, very often uh, I knew one
1: of the teachers yeah. um, pretty well. Very often you knew one of the teachers? <laughs> no, I mean, what, the other ones were complete strangers to you? Well, he would Did drive. Childhood Alzheimer's. have childhood
0: Alzheimer's? He would, dri- <laughs> he would drive up 70th Street and I'd uh-huh. stick my thumb out and he'd give me a ride.
1: Silly man. Yeah, he's a good guy. He didn't invite you over of any parties, did he? No. Never okay. once. He was not
0: he was an upstanding guy. Mr. Reardon. Say goodbye, Scott. Bye, Scott. This is true really news. Send email to T I T R at
1: netradio.network.